Yeah, so we're we're finally in 2023. We're going to record our new episode, a commentary track. We haven't done one of those uh, in a while, Aaron. But man, I I'm just I'm so tired, man. Why? What's going on? Is Autumn keeping you up? No, it wasn't Autumn. It was one of my cats. They were acting really sick and weird, and they threw up last night. It was a lot of throw up. It, it was. You're not going to believe me. It, I, let's just move on. Like it, 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 it was weird. Wait, no, no, no. You can't just open that can of worms. What happened? So like they threw up another cat that is kind of like a gremlin cat. Wait, what? And now we have three cats. And as long as we're like chill, the demon cat doesn't really mind us. And it just wants to eat all our cereal. Uh, sure. Sounds good. Have fun with that. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Watch If You Dare, a horror movie podcast in which we normally would discuss fears, phobia, social relevancy of horror movies across all ages and subgenres, and discuss just how scary they are for horror junkies and horror newbies alike. But we haven't done a commentary track in a while. It's the new year. And so we figured, hey, why not? Let's do it. Let's choose another really ridiculous, dumb horror movie and have at it. I'm... Derek the Coward or the Craven now and my co-host Aaron of course the movie Monster Boy how are you doing Aaron my blood is poisoned my blood is poisoned <laughs> yeah so you've talked about this movie previously like on a recommendations on one of our past episodes if I recall I believe so I probably brought it up very very early in the show as one of the more ridiculous things I've ever seen Vinegar Syndrome put this out on Blu-ray a couple of years back and that that's kind of around the time that I checked it out. We are watching it on Shutter. It is available there. It is also available on Tubi, although you will have ad breaks randomly throughout, so that's kind of tough to do the commentary unless you like really keep your finger on the pause button. But this movie is also like very cheap to get a hold of otherwise. Yeah, surprisingly easy for, I'm guessing, a obscure 80s horror movie. Yeah, so uh, the first time I saw it was when they added it to Shudder shortly after Vinegar Syndrome put it out and i was like oh my god next sale i gotta buy this shit this is wild so yeah this has long haunted my nightmares and uh i'm happy to now share it with you my uh best friend cat lover <laughs> this is kind of a perfect choice because not only is the premise ridiculous but there are lots of connections back to other movies we have already covered or things we've already talked about on the show my boy clue gallagher was in this i was, clue. I was happy to see that Hell yeah. Yeah, and don't make the mistake I originally made. This is Uninvited from 1987, directed and produced and written by Graydon Clark. Not the 2009 The Uninvited, the which I think uninvited, is a ghost movie. Yeah. yeah. There's a few Uninviteds when you look. You'll know this one because it's going to have a giant cat on the poster. Yeah, it actually kind of oddly reminded me of, of House, the Japanese uh, horror movie House with the cat. But, Hell yeah. And yeah, well, they spend too much time on recommendations. Yeah, we hear you. We're not going to do any recommendations this episode, no. even though like, you know, sorry, we want to open your mind to more horror out there. <laughs> sorry, I'm mocking our, our listeners too much. We it. should probably just get <laughs> into the commentary. Cool. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get started. We'll give everybody a countdown. And again, we're watching this while we record this off of Shutter. Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to give you a countdown. You'll hear a little beep, and then we can go ahead and start. So three, two, one, and now we're off. So right off the bat, it's like the composer went, yes, a new horror franchise. 
time to write my Halloween theme, except it kind of sucks. Also, I love that, like, brought to you by amazing <laughs> movies, productions. Like, that's a fucking big promise right off the bat. <laughs> amazing. I never, I didn't catch that the first first time I watched this on my own. Um, so you did see right. This movie stars Academy Award winner George Kennedy. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> We are seeing a giant skyscraper. Nakatomi Plaza for, I guess. And I love how it just gives us that brief glimpse of this, you know, building that we're never going to see again uh, throughout the course of this movie. And then it just goes right back to the credits. Um, But yeah, this movie came out in 87, 88, depending on what sources you're looking at. It is not a Tuma. (laughs) Sorry, I had that joke in my head since seeing this. Um, so this lab doctor is the director, Graydon Clark. Okay. Okay. That makes, he started as an actor in Al Adamson movies like Satan sadists, hell's bloody devils and Dracula versus Frankenstein. But he would go on to direct stuff like black shampoo, Satan's cheerleaders, angels brigade without warning joysticks, final justice, the forbidden dance, which is like one of the many Lombada movies, with our girl Laura Herring from uh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so this is, like, one of these other weird, trashy, like, let's throw it out. They filmed it in 18 days. It only had, like, a $300,000 budget, which uh, we'll see uh, pretty quickly, the budget of this movie. So, how have none of these scientists watched Alien, A, and B... They picked the cutest little stinker for oh, yeah. like casting with the mutant cat. Like, how how are you supposed to cheer for anyone but the cat in this exactly. movie? Also, this is looks like a fucking vet office, and they're treating this like this is a top secret facility. Guess what? Uh, IRL. This was a vet office. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And I love how two vanilla ass nerds are just trying to hold the mutant cat in place, um, and they're treating it like the fucking Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, which what? fucking experiments were they doing on this cat that would lead to i'm sure we've probably already spoiled like what the surprise is but like what possible shit could they have been doing that would lead to this outcome right like what were they trying to do to this cat was it oh this movie i mean if we want to talk about themes this movie is totally a uh anti-animal experimentation oh totally if i've ever seen one um by the way the security chasing the cat around this building this is just me trying to give my cats their flea medication when they (laughs) see me before i can sneak up on them except it's a horror movie it's really not that far off from reality that cat just said um oh the cat amr in this movie is fantastic i love it yes there there is only two cat noises that you hear through the entire movie up here we go here we go what's happening surprise idiot (laughs) (laughs) xenomorph time that is a lot of blood flung against the wall I do love that one, like, a way to cut costs is they just cut to the wall and blood gets splashed on it. This fucking square. Um, Yeah. Yeah, what stands between the world and orange cat ruination? It's just four random vanilla white guys. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Pretty sure that Ford Taurus right there is the exact family car that we had, like, all growing up until I was, like, seven years old. 
Um, I love that, like, man, nobody is really hurrying to catch this cat. Um, no, like, that's what I mean. For this cat being so <laughs> fucking dangerous and apparently radioactive based on the fact that all these guys in hazmat suits are chasing the cat, nobody is really hurrying that hard. Yeah, and then they, they're just like, I do, I will go? hand Which it to the movie. Yeah, I know. Like, they, they're gonna, they just jump to like, well, we gotta kill it yeah. now, instead of like, let's try and capture it. Also, this fucking. And foster them evil inside this it. lead doctor, the director, just being like, give me your gun, fucking square. <laughs> and then they just do a terrible, like. First off, trying to get any cat in a giant a car garage is going to be hard as fuck. <laughs> then you have yeah. a deadly mutant cat, and they are just doing a piss poor job. Like, yeah, you've got trying to clear this entire a bunch garage. Bunch of cops and a fucking shady. No, it's not a bunch. It's two of them. You've got a, a shady <laughs> science corporation, you know, nut job playing god here, running around with a fucking gun. Yes, it just nothing could go wrong. Um, while they're just running around right now, first of all, we saw some like monster vision, correct? Like Jaws was maybe the first movie that did this effectively. You know, it's definitely not like the POV. Yeah, it's definitely not the first movie, but like, man, every animal attack movie after Jaws had those moments. And it's interesting to see which ones actually tried to, like, put an effect over it or something like that. Or have a filter, at least. This movie's just like, nah, cats just have the exact same vision as humans. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> your dog. I Makes you, you laugh like every time. <laughs> um, this movie gives a whole new meaning to the phrase, this pussy bites back. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I love how his face, like... Nothing else is wrong with him. Just his, like, skin of his face is gone now. Somebody hit me with a packet of jelly. Um, so, real quick, while we're just, like, running around this fucking garage, I noticed in the credits, the cinematographer is Nicholas Joseph Von Sternberg. And I was like, wait, Von Sternberg? What the fuck? Joseph Von Sternberg? Looked it up. He is the son of famous German director Joseph von Sternberg, who directed a ton of Marlene Dietrich movies back in the day, like Dishonored and Shanghai Express and The Devil is a Woman. Nicholas got his start in film as the production manager and DP on Rudy Ray, Bye, on Rudy Ray Moore's hit Dolomite and Petey Wheatstraw. He wow. also did Tourist Trap, which you recently saw. Yep. Uh, gas pump girls joysticks final justice slaughterhouse rock so it's wild that like this dude is one of the like you know he's like the real, son of an actual real time director from back in the day real quick question this conversation about nothing between these two and from the hotel does that mean uninvited technically passes the bechdel test i guess so yeah because they are just talking about like <laughs> Should we fucking go into this hotel that we don't have a reservation for and we don't have any money, by the way? And this is, like, the oldie time it does, by the way. Like, from here on out, it's not the... It doesn't treat female characters in the best ways. Which, these shredded t-shirts, like, that is a pet peeve that I personally have. Because, like, you took a perfectly good shirt and you fucking destroyed it. 
And I know some people would be like, no, but it's fashionable. Heather definitely has that opinion. She's like, no, I just like cut the neck and the arms out of this shirt. It's fine. And I'm like, no, you just ruined a perfectly fine shirt. Um, I guess I get it for beachwear, but though. Yeah, this girl's Spuds McKenzie shirt is fucking great. And I brought it up the other night, and Heather was like, who's Spuds McKenzie? And I was just like, oh, your dog-loving child ass, you know, has no idea who Spuds McKenzie is? What? <laughs> this fucking guy. I will say, I know, oh, yeah, this Mr. Walter Graham here is one part Burt Reynolds, two parts double age, double their age creep. And three parts, definitely the villain. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I love all this. Like, this is how you get trafficked. Exactly. <laughs> this is how you get trafficked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, when, uh, like, if I had seen this movie as a teenager, I would have appreciated a lot of the male gaze that this movie has. Uh, and I would have crushed pretty hard on on pretty much all the female leads in this movie. <laughs> fucking the penguin just arrived i had never noticed this guy's top hat who lets him out of the car until now why does it fucking bother me yes master yeah this is like the fucking penguin from batman just rolled up with his goons there's my boy clue dressed like a badass with a fucking earring by the way like that's a wild touch and he's got in fake teeth as well all right, so look, here's these three guys. So we have George Kennedy on the left, Clue Gulliger on the right, and then Alex Cord in the middle. All three of these dudes, like, started off doing TV westerns back in the day. They were in shit like, you know, Laramie and Bonanza and Gunsmoke and just all these fucking westerns. So they all have that background, which is kind of wild. Um, but the well, fact George that, like, Kennedy, like... George Kennedy just has that old school movie star look oh, to sure, him. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. Um, which, again, like George Kennedy, I don't know why we're really going into him, but like Westerns, police shows, he was in The Dirty Dozen, one Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars for Cool Hand Luke. Um, you know, he was in the Naked Gun trilogy, and he was in horror stuff too. I mean, he was By the like, way, I love how Clue just stares at them right there. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> what are you looking at, nerd? Um, and Clue we've mentioned on the show before in our Return of the Living Dead episode, but he was also in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, The Hidden, Feast, um, he's in The Last Picture Show, he was just recently in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so, yeah, these three guys, it's like wild, this is where, like, most of the budget of this movie went, apparently, was paying their salaries. I love that this cat just minds its own business pretty much the entire movie, and I feel like if everyone just left it alone to just be a cat on the streets, everything would be yeah, fine. exactly. So Alex Cord that plays Walter, um, he is in Freddy's Nightmares, which you've been watching, and I noticed that like half the cast of this movie has been in Freddy's Nightmares, as I was kind of just digging through... I- I recognize one of the the uh, women had definitely was in one of the episodes I so saw. So that was Sherry Shattuck that plays Suzanne. She was also in Death Spa, which we have a commentary on. So we now yes. have two commentary episodes starring Sherry Shattuck. <laughs> Sherry Shattuck. Um, she was. All- By the way, I, I do like how they fit in like a little mini like white collar cry movie in this demon cat movie. It's absurd. Here. Yeah, it's so yeah. fucking unnecessary to have all this bullshit about you know the the FEC and everything. 
Yeah, they could just say they need to like go because uh, they're being investigated, and uh, just leave it at that. They don't need any of this other stuff to like basically hammer home that these guys are shady as fuck villains. <laughs> also, they like clearly got these briefcases on a like buy two get one free deal. Because we never actually see them open more than one of these briefcases. They just only have so much fake money to put in one. Yeah. By the way, this shit's boring. Show us the demon cat again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Claire Carey that plays Bobby, the other girl, um, she was also in Waxwork. So, that's another movie mm. that we have covered. Uh, she was also in a lot of TV stuff. Um, Sherry Shattuck, like I mentioned a second ago, is also in Silk Stalkings on Deadly Ground Arena. Um, Silk Stalkings, keep that in mind because that will come back up in a minute. So I, I thought like this felt very Bond villain esque at a certain point, and we're about to get to a scene where one of them pulls out a gun, and it is straight out of a fucking Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, never heard of it before. <laughs> never heard of blackmail. And I do like that Clue is their goon, and he might be the least intimidating of the three of them. <laughs> I do have to hand it to him. Yeah. He like they are all kind of acting like they are in a serious movie that isn't about a cat that kills people. I don't know though. George Kennedy through this movie looks like he is fucking miserable. Oh, well, yeah, George Kennedy is above kind of this, but Clue at least, oh, yep, there's the Bond villain gun. Um, now, what are you doing? I do love how Albert, Clue Gallagher again, just doesn't give a fuck in the scene because he's like, yeah, I'll ruin my suit to just jump in here and drown some idiot. <laughs> like, that's not how you launder that's dedic- money. That's dedication. That's not how you launder money. <laughs> this fucking music. Being drowned thing. in a hot tub would kind of suck, I will say. Yeah, you know how fucking nasty hot tubs are? Yeah. Like, Clue Gulliger's not even in the water, really, and he's still going to get an ear infection. Also, Clue looks miserable in this scene, too. <laughs> He just actually threw his shoulder out. Yeah, so they improv this entire scene. <laughs> about to have a fucking coronary. So this yacht that they're on as well, too. The director paid $15,000 to rent the yacht for two weeks. But then there's lots of scenes of the interior of the yacht that were literally all filmed in the director's garage. Which we'll get to in a bit. Wow. So this, I saw that this budget was 200K, so yeah. 15000 is a big chunk of that. Yeah, the budget was um, 200K, and the salary for just those three dudes was 75000 of that. By the way, I love that this, this guy who's about to rob this station is just like runs up to this guy and like assaults him first when he probably could have just ran in the building, stolen stuff, and then ran out. 
and it would have been fine. Yeah, I love how all these lines are 80 yard as well. And I love yeah. how long it took that guy to pit that cat. Ah, <laughs> uh, just, uh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm buying meth. This is Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucked up now. Yeah. You fucked up now by hurting that cat's friend. The one thing the cat actually cares about, it's food provider. Yeah. Again, like if if you're just cool, the cat is going to be fine. It's just going to be a cat. All of this business to like get the cat where the people are and get this cat on the fucking boat. This could have been done so much easier. Yeah, but I mean, this all t- all this nonsense of course takes place in Florida. <laughs> so this makes sense. <laughs> Surprise asshole. <laughs> consist the driving cat (laughs) yeah it it did tickle me that like all of this happens in florida because of course it would of course a mutant cat killing people would happen in florida yeah you do the crime you get your jugular ripped out by a mutant (laughs) cat yeah this training video like song stock music (laughs) Place at the weirdest times in this movie. <laughs> Here at the Davis County Country Club, we want to make sure all of our guests are well taken care of. Uh oh, my born victim senses are tingling. <laughs> Hello. Also, I love the whole setup just to get these guys onto the boat. It's just like the women just are like, hey, you two guys look. Look nice. Just come onto the stranger's boat that we were invited to last night, yeah, really. and uh, I promise we won't be trafficked together. They literally were just like, "What's an easy mark of these assholes?" But like, they they do seem like they're actually into them, which is like interesting. By the way, if these two make it through the movie, especially Corey, it fails as a fucking horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Between between him and Graham, like it's just a competition to see who can be Shasta Cola Trump in this movie. Oh yeah, totally. Fucking Rob Estes in this movie is just a future Trump donor. Not even future Trump donor. He's like a future like Mar a Lago lunch buffet eater. <laughs> yeah. Except the Dr. Thunderbrand version of it. Abitrajour. What a fucking stupid word. <laughs> I love, I I love mean, too, I, this guy's I, like Wall Street Walter. It's not like casually dropping the name Elon or Zuck. Like Walter. Who the fuck knows who you're talking about when you're just like Walter? Could be anybody. Walter Wall Street Walter. You mean that guy? I will say they, they casted these goofballs like <laughs> pretty well because cause like... I was rooting for them to die <laughs> in this movie. So, blonde guy. Oh, here's the penguin again. Um, I do kind of dig this, like, hearse limousine thing that they're driving, though. Yeah, that definitely, like, has fucking penguin missiles that shoot out the side. Um, also, to this valet, who's totally not listening to all their secret crime plans... Well, that's that's the other thing is like he's apparently already a millionaire. Like, 
all this just to get three million into the Caymans? I mean, I guess like they're going to just seize all of his assets, and three million was all nah, he could do. There's, but they never there's some other scheme going on here. Like they're just paying three million to get like forty million or some shit. Yeah, he keeps going on and on about like more money than you've ever seen in your life, kid. Yeah, and it's like, no, but here's like, the money really in the suitcase. I can literally up. open the suitcase up and show you that amount of money <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Here's our fifth wheel, um, fucking goofball McGee here. Oh, there's the cat sound, just nonstop. How did this cat get into here, by the way? Yeah, this like, cat is constantly just... getting into, like, closed boxes and containers and lockers in this movie. And, and, again, like, everyone's being sweet to it, and it's not doing anything bad. It's, like, purring and, and loving on them. So, again, like, just be cool, and the cat is... It's fine with the it. The cat looks so fucking unhappy with her holding it. <laughs> yeah, it it does. It's definitely like I don't know if it's declawed, but like it it's definitely it's trying. Like, no, let me fucking out. Um, so yeah, they like find the the tag around its neck saying that it was like a medical yeah experimentation so, cat. Again, Doctor Thunderbrand Trump is gonna love a cat coming onto his yacht. I'm yeah. sure. Uh-huh. I, I can't blame him. Like, I hated going on the cruise that we went on a couple of years ago. I was sick the entire time. Oh, you get seasick? I, I don't Apparently get, I do. I really don't get seasick, but I get motion sick when I'm, like, riding as a passenger. I was, uh... In a car. I You know, I'm definitely claustrophobic, so it didn't help that, like, I was in a tiny little, you know, cruise cabin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, vomit scene but, there's uh, your favorite aaron <laughs> slam dunk he just slam dunked um yeah i i i'm already claustrophobic and i knew that that was going to be maybe an issue but i figured like okay it's a cruise i can just stay above board most of the time i like, get above deck and uh definitely didn't help just the micro rocking no i i was just starfished out on the bed the entire time sick and the, like, swimmy feeling in my head didn't go away for, like, an entire week once we were back. It was the worst. Um, uh, my final girl senses are tingling yeah. now. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I will say Captain Rachel is by far my favorite character in this movie. But she makes, well, next to Clue, I guess. But uh, later on, she'll make a, an interesting choice that doesn't really sit with the rest of how the characters portrayed in my opinion okay we'll talk about that because i'm curious to know like what what you're talking about um i love too how walter's only strategy with women seems to be put your dirty feet in my mouth and i'll pay off your college <laughs> loans girl like that's just his entire thing is like just you know treat me like shit i'll treat you like shit and we'll both be happy and it's like that's sure okay good job but I guess that's probably how most millionaires are. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just he's off-brand Trump like through this entire movie. Wolf of Wall Street, more like the coyote of good for you, Dad Rachel. Street. Fuck that guy. So, blonde guy right here is Rob Estes. And uh, he is mostly known for Melrose Place and Silk Stalkings, which, again, like, half this cast has also been on Silk Stalkings, which is a show that, like, 
I have never seen a single episode of, but I remember seeing ads on USA constantly growing up. I'm not even sure it's a real show. <laughs> he says Graham so many times before anyone actually ad- addresses him. <laughs> Yeah, everything about this seems not sketchy at all. Yeah. No problems here. The three older guys just huddled together, yelling at each other. Yeah, it turns out we shouldn't be hanging out with a bunch of 19-year-olds, but, you know... I really don't understand like why they're so adamant about being on this crew. I mean, I understand that that one Corey's reasoning, like, oh, I want to be, I want to learn under him. But like the girls, I don't understand like why they are like just so about like let's go with these three shady guys who are probably double, if not triple, our Look, age. And we, uh, we did a lot of dumb things when we were that age. And we yeah, know a lot yeah, of people that did even dumber things that age. Like, I don't know, like whatever. They're just looking at a party and they're being morons about it. Also, like, fuck you, Bobby. Like, why are you signing everybody up for like indentured servitude on this fucking boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I promise the starting little kitty won't be trouble. Record scratch freeze frame. Yep, this is me getting murdered by a cat. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> Bobby has like the most modern mullet, by the way. Wait, is blonde haired Bobby or Corey? I forget. That's Suzanne. That's Suzanne right there that just walked in with the cat. No, no, uh, uh, the guys. Who who are the guys' names again? Uh, Corey's the the one trying to like learn under uh, Graham, right? Yeah, if I remember correctly. Oh, bra on the pineapple. That's how you know it was a wild party. I like to think there was not actually a party in the script at all. This was just like all the leftover garbage from the cruise like debauchery after the first night that they got this fucking rental yacht. Yeah. And they just wrote this <laughs> shit in. Cool jams five. By the way, I definitely like tried to actually Shazam this music through the movie and there is nothing <laughs> out there. <laughs> also too, like in the world of this movie, this is like in Fort Lauderdale. So like who was Walter hanging out with? Right. Like, I'm imagining it's just Walter licking Coke out of like Don Shula's Look at his dancing in the background, by the way. His dancing in the background either fucking sucks or it's the best. I don't know which. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. David Cassidy was on the boat last night punching homeless guys to death. I need you to clean up that blood. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Mike is the only one making sense when it comes to these three chuckle fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Again, also, fuck so you, much Bobby. For... Like, why are you getting everybody roped into this? By the way, so much for keeping close care of the cat, like, immediately just yeah. lets him, like, loose onto the boat. Uh, so Mr. Fifth Wheel here is, uh, Michael Holden. He was also in Freddy's Nightmares and basically every 90s and aughts TV show that you can imagine. Again, they keep just bringing up, like, we gotta get to the Cayman Islands, we gotta get there, we gotta get there. It's like... Well, it's like they watched, like, one crime movie and, like, okay, I got the lingo down. Yeah, but, like, I don't get why any of this is on a timer, and if it is, like, why are they not just flying there if that's the issue, right? Also, they're, they're going from Fort Lauderdale. I have been on a cruise... That left New Orleans and went to the Keys, and it got there in, like, a day, you know? Like, how the fuck are they like, oh, it's going to be four days to get there? The fuck? Also, I love how he's always in a suit in this movie, like, out in the middle of the Florida sun ocean. In a (laughs) suit, but, like, dressed like a 14-year-old at their first debate tournament, like... The yeah. fucking like khaki and the navy jacket just no now there's the cat getting into the fucking bowels of the ship clues fucking fake teeth I love you just like I don't know I don't know how I feel about driving this boat like driving a boat is the yeah. easiest shit man <laughs> Albert and Albert, you literally just drowned a man. Bad. Like, how is steering a yacht this fucking harsh? Love how the cat just like smashed through all these fucking pipes and wires. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I I wish that we learned more about his character as to like how he was totally fine killing a person, but is like such an anxious mess otherwise. Mm, just tearing through all this lettuce. Also, they were just throwing food into the fucking sink. Like, was yeah. the sink clean? That's that's something <laughs> that like you're not supposed to do to begin with. Even if you have a food dis- like a garbage disposal, but like especially on a fucking boat, you put like. One piece of bread down the sink in a boat, and it's just going to clog the entire fucking boat up. This fucking goofy tease, all of them just like, <laughs> also, like, we don't actually see any nudity right here. No, the the uh, well, and the whole movie does that. Like, it does a lot of these weird cuts where it like shows literally everything, and then like keeps it. I saw it was rated PG thirteen apparently when it came out. Like this right here is like if if these guys were doing this same move, it would basically be pulling your pants down just low enough to like see the root of your cock, 
or like pulling the leg of your shorts up just enough to like let your sack swing. There's nothing actually sexy about what they just did. By the <laughs> way, like I, so I like how titillating. I like how they were talking about like, oh, we're in the kitchen doing all this. Somehow this movie dodged a sexist joke about working in the kitchen, then went into a topless scene almost, and then he makes a Woody Allen joke oh, that oh, aged oh. like milk. Not just a Woody <laughs> Allen joke. There were two bad comparisons there because at first he was like, oh yeah, I, I feel like Errol Flynn, Errol Flynn, noted like rapist and pedophile. Cool. Great. Oh yeah, shit, you're great, right. Great uh, comparison there. And then he makes it worse by being like, actually, I feel more like Woody Allen. Am I right? Wah, wah. <laughs> don't do it, Clue. Don't sail and, don't sail and drink. Not even once. I love that he's just drinking, like, literally unlabeled, weird ship wine. And is just like, bah, immediately getting hammered. Fucking Walter here eating this banana, Jesus Christ. I feel like he eats this banana way too long in the scene, and I don't know why it bothers me. Oh, yeah, he's totally, like, look how he's holding it. He's totally just, like, holding it as a prop, because he knows... <laughs> Like, oh, I've got to be eating this banana the entire time that we're filming this whole sequence. Um, and, like, I, I, like, what? Is he just truly that old that he's, like, already doing his hangover prep and it's, like, 8.30 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, only, now we know which male character is either living or hero sacrificing by the end. Yeah, the guy who looks like Spielberg and dresses like Woody Allen right here. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Um, speaking of bananas, Derek, I seem to re recall, uh, one of your favorite <laughs> potions during college was 99 bananas. Yep. And, uh... Oh, now she cares about the cat again after it's been gone all fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, how, how much 99 bananas do you think you crushed during college? Well, it was really just that one night, but it was, I guess, such an infamous night. That's what I became just, known for. Yeah, it just became a meme in our friend group. That, like, oh, day one's <laughs> going to crush some 99 bananas tonight. Yeah, it was literally just that one night where I, I actually rode with you most of the night. Um, he's still eating that goddamn banana. <laughs> Why? 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 Oh, yes, the classic. What do women want? To be yelled at and demeaned. Up oh, again, my Shazam one. Pick up these cool jams. <laughs> By the way, hey babe, what you playing? <laughs> getting like major Zack and Slater vibes from these two guys, and uh, this is before, say, by the bell. You know, like yeah, it's kind of wild. Constantly just hear that cat in the background. <laughs> That is like the main thing I love about this movie is just constantly hearing those same two cat noises all throughout the movie, just over and over again. again. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is one goof wearing this necktie over his Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> <deep>. <laughs> 
God, Albert rules so hard, but again, never drink and sail. <laughs> Don't do it. Sitting here fucking singing songs to Tammy Faye Baker. god clue is doing so much of this movie he literally just did like a look left look right oh god damn it this movie is about to murder clue gallagher isn't it Also, this reminds me of the scene with the, uh, was it the drunk guy in the fog that gets murdered? Or was it, uh, uh, dead and buried? Dead and buried. That, that's what this reminded me of. Without clues, like, again, the cat just got into, like, a sealed fucking container. Yeah. With how Clue is just digging around looking for his, like, boat locker aged henchman wine. Again, just be cool to the cat. <laughs> That's the lesson of the movie. Ooh. That's something I never could do is just fucking drink wine straight out of the bottle like that, even in college. <laughs> Well, there you go. You fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) No clue, no. That will never not be funny. (laughs) (laughs) And Clue is just standing there, of course. No clue, no. (laughs) Okay, so here's a question Do we think that the smaller, like, pocket cat? is, like, fully independent of the main cat. Like, it can fully yes. come out of its mouth and then, like, go back in. Or is it, like, all attached? But I think it's triggered... I think it's triggered by the emotions of the main cat. Well, sure, sure, sure. Also, but I'm I saying, like, the... is it biologically tethered to the main cat? Like, is there, like, a weird umbilical yeah, where it just, like, I think it's a it symbiotic. I think it's symbiotic. Also, I love how he's just sitting there watching these kids dance like idiots. Just drinking. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's a symbiosis. Ah, just that hard cut back <laughs> <to Clue> screaming. <laughs> ah! Oh no! I mean, I guess if he's gonna gonna go out this soon in the movie, this is a pretty rad way for him to go. What you mean, Snuggles laying eggs in his neck meat? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then like him screaming like this, just, just like ah! blood popping out of his veins, <laughs> and then falling off the fucking boat. Yeah, just it's got fucking cool. catapulted off the boat. Walter just sitting there like a fucking gargoyle on the couch. <laughs> uh, he's the worst. <laughs> the song, man. No, 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 no. God, George Kennedy just looks miserable to be here. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want an academy, goddammit. Why am I in this movie? So you remember, like, those couple of... Yep, that's what happened. You remember that couple of months that, like, I stopped drinking during college? And I was, like, trying to do... This was, like, before keto was, like, a thing. I was trying to do, like, some low-carb diet. And so I, like, quit drinking... And at the time, I was still smoking, so I quit smoking, and I was just a miserable way, piece of shit. Real quick, I love how, like, ah, yes, Albert, my most loyal goon. Fuck it, let him drown. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, continue. I just I, You remember, I was like a miserable piece of shit for that, like, two or three months that I was on this diet. I just felt awful all the time. And yeah. um, during that time, like, two of y'all got married and had bachelor parties, and I was the only sober one. And it was just fucking miserable, like, wrangling all of you cats and being sober and having to just, like, nanny everybody. That's how George Kennedy feels in this movie, it seems. <laughs> it's, like, exactly <laughs> the vibe. Like, the look in his face I relate to because I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I've had to, like, be the only sober one dealing with all these people. That nitwit. The cat was already bothered by, like, loud noises in this room. Why did it go back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And also, there, there were, like, reaction to this to a man falling over and dying is like pretty like pretty low key i have to say so yeah this was the part i was talking about where like rachel doesn't sound seem like to what like <laughs> what like uh, this is a part where like Rachel kind of gives in a little too soon to in in my opinion uh where it doesn't fit with the rest of her character yeah, to sure, me sure, sure. with how reluctance but they do such a shit job of convincing her anyway here's my briefcase full of mad magazines and beef jerky Yeah, fuck your boat. I love how he's like, I'll give you your boat back for a price. I do. I will hand it to her. I'm not going to trade a man's life for a boat. That's pretty good, like, retort. But, like, again, they just continue with this, like, not great, like, convincing. And then she eventually buys it. you're right he doesn't give a fuck in this movie that line delivery was also like <laughs> things that you know people know about each other and don't know about each other like these guys just work together i have known you for like well over a decade can you swim i don't know if you can swim 
I'm just assuming. Remember my bachelor party was at the beach? My bachelor party was at the yeah, beach. Yeah, and I seem to remember you being like, I don't like getting in the water. But uh, nope, that wasn't me, dude. Well, either way, see that's that that's the point that I'm making is like I fuck, how do they know that like, oh yeah, he definitely couldn't swim for sure. Could not swim. Also, I love how he just decides like I'm gonna examine Walter's blood for reasons, because I guess I'm a sick fuck. Like with a sextant, which yeah, this is uh, this yes, is where like all... I need somebody who knows better than us to like message us and be like, "Yo, this is some horse shit," because this is exactly the yeah. kind of thing that like would immediately be some dumb movie horse shit, or like yes. actually does work because somebody showed Graydon Clark this trick one time. I'm guessing it could go either way, but I'm leaning more towards like they're just being like, "Ah, yes, my biology skills teach yeah. me how to turn a sextant into a microscope now." But yeah, these are the only two characters I like root for in this movie, by the way. <laughs> ah, just what I thought. Jujubees. <laughs> it just moves faster. I love to, like, what What did they just determine? That the blood on this torn, bloody shirt was, in fact, blood? Like, what are they actually determining here? Well, yeah, again, that goes back to my first question. Why the fuck did he even want to examine the blood in the first yeah. place? Because he's just a sick freak. Oh, here comes male gaze the scene. Yeah, I guess he's just fucking bored because he's the fifth wheel in everything on this boat. I love how we're just both being silent during this scene right now, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, Mel Gay is the scene, man. Also, like, what is the cat doing right now? It's just kind of chilling, hanging out. But you hear the cat throughout the scene. It's constantly just like, in the just yeah, just screeching, basically. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, also, she's mucho good life. What fucking line was that, Graham? It's excelente española. <laughs> yeah, the cat's just like screeching the entire time. She's doing aerobics as if she's watching a TV. But there's like not a TV in this room. She's staring at nothing. Like what is she doing exactly? Trying to work out now. Huh? Also, like, don't ever ask a shady millionaire how you're going to just, like, casually exit their yacht. That's, like, never a good thing. Well, he's basically doing the Dennis Reynolds, the implication on her right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the Dennis system to a T. Uh, pussy's not happy. Ah, uh, yeah. Sexual assault, eh? This guy really is a great value cola drum. Hey, fuck. Jesus. George George just, Kennedy just not fucking around in this movie. Yeah, just shoot a man. <laughs> Please. 
<laughs> George Kenny has no time for your shit, My Zach geek. Morris. <laughs> oh god man Achilles like even though it's goofy Achilles trauma is like always like yeah, a little loof good. in that oh, horror god. movie that cat just fucking <laughs> yeah. shredded those loafers also I love like right now how he's like pretending to be pulled back and there's clearly nothing pulling him haha <laughs> peekaboo <laughs> miss me fucker <laughs> <laughs> can't catch me Later. How is that like the most blood and gore with like the least actual physical damage? <laughs> He's wearing like uh, that would be such a that would suck so bad though. <laughs> Get your Achilles tendon ripped out, and then you like. fucking wearing like bowling shoes so this is the other weird fucking wrinkle with this whole cat it's already enough that like we have a cat inside of a cat just fucking rushing Ness and doll cats but like now we find out in this scene that the cat is poisonous like the cat has venom the cat is, like, radioactive? Because now, all of a sudden, kind of like we saw on Clue, but, like, we're now explicitly seeing more here. Like, he's about to have these, like, fucking goiters and, like, boils pop up on his neck for reasons. I mean, you're the medical expert here. I have never seen or heard of Venom or Poison doing that to anybody. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not that I know um, of, I mean... <laughs> And again, if it was like, oh, well, it's radioactive, you just got radioactivity, like, in your body, it seems to me like it would be more like he's vomiting up his liquefied guts than anything. Oh, here's fucking Walter's Quint moment. Oh, good idea to knock out our communications yeah. on a boat that isn't working right now. <laughs> That's great. That's just great. <laughs> also, I love how they're all like, how could it be the cat? It ripped through its penny loafers and everything. That's impossible. I was like, oh, yeah, have you ever tried it. to give a cat? Did you ever? Well, have you ever tried to give a cat a bath? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be a raging asshole to the boat. That'll do it. I do feel for for Suzanne in this movie because she like gets psychologically broken down. <laughs> oh, it gets better later. Like, oh yeah, no, she has a full like mental breakdown. And it's hilarious to me, like how little sense any of it makes. We'll get there. Move. <laughs> maybe maybe if I take the cartridge out and blow on it a little, the boat will start. I'm just going to call this boat demeaning things and yell at it a lot. Maybe that'll work. It'll start for me because I'm a millionaire. (laughs) 
yeah, clearly I know better than everybody else. I'm a millionaire. I know coding. I'm a millionaire. Uh, how did he drop his gun from that, by the way? Pull his balls off. Tell me, Doc, how does it look? Again, like... Yep, seems seems legit. Yeah. Very biologically sound movie. How, the yep. blood is mutating, but how does that lead to dot, 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 cat is poisonous, right? Again, this is all an argument to stop animal test live testing. George Kennedy is fine. He just ate way too many McRibs. <laughs> all right, everyone. We know that you're drawing comparisons to... A xenomorph with a cat coming out of a cat. And it's poison. Y'all ready for another y'all ready for another alien homage? Yeah. Just like a peekaboo cat. A nesting doll cat. I'm out of my league now. <laughs> yep, makes sense. Yep, when you give a cat a steroid, it can eat through steel and leather. Yep. That's what happens when you give everybody steroids, it just gets super strong. Yeah, it's just Bane Venom at this point. Turns out I am also a mutant. (laughs) This is the most acting he he does on this movie, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm just getting all up in his nose, man. <laughs> Here comes. Here comes the alien. Yeah, they're all about to get Gallaghered. And they're setting this up like this is the chestburster scene, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just everybody gathered around. The movie knows it's being compared to Alien. <laughs> but then nothing. It's It's like, oh, oops, the bladder didn't actually burst. Yeah. Well, and I wish they, like, I wish they would have just had his body just explode. Also, too, yeah, like, just, just tosses, dumping him off the edge. Body over the edge. Bye, bitch. And, that, <laughs> and that happened. That's not the last time this happens, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> yep. Here she goes. Here she starts turning into. We're going to live another day. We're going to keep on fighting for love. 
in the American way. <laughs> fuck it, preppy. You dumb fuck. If Graham just like chilled in here, it would have been fine. Like he's in a he's in his suite. Like, well, that's what the movie kind of shows l- is they lock him in here, and everything is fine for a little bit. Well, then, yeah, here we go again. So far, it's only attacked assholes. Let's just keep trying to piss it off by trying to kill it instead of, you know, just leaving it alone and, like, working on getting the boat repaired. Because they're all running around different parts of the ship as it is anyway, like, trying to get the boat repaired. And they're not getting attacked, so. Yeah. I love how every time the cat appears, like, it's either in slow motion suddenly or there's, like, a water phone playing in the background that, like, kind of noise. Possibly the worst, like, false jump scare I think I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I spoiled the scene already, y'all. just bugging out of her head. Acting. Sneakers! (laughs) God, thank God there's not another weird millionaire hiding out on this boat. What is she doing? Yeah, is this part of the is this part of the boat? Is this still on the deck or is this like down in the bowels? Because no, like the again, the cat's like sitting there. Yeah, watching see, them. it's just it's just chilling. Like, just be cool. Yeah, the lesson of this movie: don't be a dick to your pets. I'm literally staring at one of my cats right now, and she's just sitting there licking herself. And I would never in a million years go interrupt her. She seems very relaxed and having a good time. This fucking framed issue of money with Walter on it. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything we know about fucking millionaire billionaires is they are just all narcissistic pieces of shit. Time to heel turn this prep. Yeah. Join me, Anakin. <laughs> Yeah, just have that fucking gold watch. I don't give a shit. I got like 30 of them. It's a Rolex. I do have to say, I, I like, Graham is the closest thing to a villain in this movie, but, like, <laughs> from here on out, he he never really, like, betrays anyone. or does, Like, he seems cooperative. Like, I guess he really is just like, okay, I need to get to the Cayman, so being an asshole is not going to get me there. Because he could drop this prep at any point in the scene and take the gun. but Yeah, he's just like, well, we... I could buy so many pairs of loafers for that money. <laughs> I need another pink shirt. God, I could really use some shit. salmon-colored chinos. Yep, just being a cat, totally normal. 
if you're listening, Lauren, Evan, I know you two are like the other fellow cat people. I hope you watch this movie. The cat got into the crunch and munch. Which more and more wrinkles with this fucking cat. So we just found out yeah, he's they just poisonous kind of... and now he can apparently contaminate their food. Like how? Yeah, how they kind of the just cat... throw this plot point in. Yeah, how does the cat contaminate the food? Like, does it just walk over and like, like spray it? Like it marks territory and the food is contaminated. Does it like breathe <laughs> on the food? What is that? How does that work? Well, and I I like how they uh, zoomed in on her face to be like, oh, did I already eat food? I guess I'm fucked now. And then no, it's just I guess more of her being psychologically tormented. I just realized who this guy reminds me of a lot. He looks a lot like John Grease, a.k.a. Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Bet I could throw this football over those mountains. <laughs> Sexy time music. Yeah, good for her for getting laid. And like getting hers, but man, this guy sucks. <laughs> she could do so much better than this guy. A bu 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 but just need like fucking clown honk noises. Yeah, I got the gun. Um, I like it always sunny in Philadelphia when they're they're trying to film um <laughs> their own uh action movie, um Lethal Weapon. They're like, yeah, a tasteful love scene, <laughs> and then like Frank's like, I want full penetration. <laughs> <laughs> and that for some reason I thought of that during this scene <laughs> yeah I mean I've done worse than this on a fucking bus going to on a, like a fucking school trip this is nothing Jesus again how has it taken them so long to get to the Caymans even with the boat well and busted. again the cat the the cat hasn't killed anyone in hours. That should, again, show you that it's really not that dangerous. <laughs> yeah, like, really nothing serious has happened and Suzanne's, like, already about to snap. Again, the two of them being the only sensible people in this fucking cast. Well, listening to Graham was the stupidest thing she's ever done. You're right. It's gonna be alright. We're gonna get out of this boat. 
Had a hard time with this cat tonight. <laughs> Psychologically We're all broken. Fucking die. Don't they have a lifeboat? Yeah, they definitely have a lifeboat. Yeah, that becomes a plot point later on. Yeah, my arm's better. See? It's totally fucking dead. That's normal, right? <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah. I mean, it smells funny and kind of lost feeling in it, but... Yeah, let's just breeze past that. You know what will fix it? Fucking. <laughs> Punching you in the chest. Uh, just all these, like, kissing ASMR hand in a bowl of mayonnaise sounds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, someone has to do that. Someone ha- that's their job. <laughs> to just master Ann and mayonnaise for kissing noise. Yeah. <laughs> like my butt. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, idiot. You thought you were getting laid today? This little piggy got <laughs> fucked. Cock, block, kitty. <laughs> okay, so there is an argument there, at least, that the cat is dangerous because it was unprovoked in that part. <laughs> this is just unedited footage of me at your bachelor party. My blood is poison. <laughs> I choose drowning in obviously less terrifying experience. Ah, my blood is poison. <laughs> my blood is poison. Time to drown. It's not going to be as terrifying. <laughs> Line of the movie. He put the poison <laughs> I'll in I'll go me. with you! <laughs> Again, like, you would think his character would stay back and not do anything, but he actually goes down there, too. Uh, Zach Morris, that is. <laughs> I give those dives three out of ten. Yeah, like, they both fucking scorpioned at the bottom, just <laughs> folding completely over. And I guess she can't swim? Yeah, apparently like, Bobby is just a shitty swimmer, because that's all it like, takes to she take just, her out of the movie. Yeah, she just, like, sunk. Like, like she was a stone. Like, both of them. I mean, I guess his blood was already poisoned. He was dying. So he's gonna sink. But she just, like, goes down like a rock. There's poison in my blood. <laughs> we mourn our dead like Batman. Um, 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 no one knew me until I put on this mask. Um, um. 
I mean, I can. Y'all are fucking idiots. (laughs) Again, she's like already got the crazy eyes. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to make your thirst better. Drink champagne. (laughs) That'll quench it. Again, unedited footage of me at your bachelor party. I recall you partaking in certain cookies at my bachelor party. Yeah, you know how like everybody looks after the cat bites them and they're like fucking veins are popping and everything. That's probably what my leg looked like as I was passed out in bed and y'all put those fucking electrodes on my leg. <laughs> yeah, you became the curtains for a while after you ate those cookies. It was a good time. <laughs> Man, her inevitable death is going to be tragic, isn't it? <laughs> the way that the camera looks, it's like he was looking through his binoculars backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he probably would. Again, this guy is just eternally dressed like Steven Spielberg. Now I can't unsee it. You <laughs> keep saying that, and now I see it. God, I love how her cat just says Captain. Yeah. That's the only thing this movie's missing, right? Is a cat assault team. Although I say that, yeah, like, look- this movie is missing the, like, inextricable room full of fucking guns, right? Like, paranoid millionaire on his boat would have a room full of, like, just assault shotguns and assault rifles and shit. A grenade launcher. I also like how Rachel's just like, yeah, even though Graham had a gun aimed at me and was threatening me and wrecked my wrecked all communications on my boat, yeah, let's release him and give him a gun this time. And again, this movie does, like, such a setup of, like, Corey and Graham becoming the villains and, like, trying to take over the boat. But, like, they never do. They actually, like, stay cooperative, even though they're kind of acting like assholes in certain scenes. Like, it just feels like that they that's, like, a rewrite they had to do on the fly. Yeah, Corey, you're at fault here, even though it was me and my friend who begged y'all to come onto the boat and then put y'all in servitude to Graham. This guy's still just working. There's still a chance I can get to my bank on time. That is the least of your worries right now. Yeah. Rookie move. Yeah. But again, he doesn't do it. Like right here, I thought he was going to pistol whip him or something. He doesn't. 
<laughs> Again, poison. Like, they just had a bottle of poison with, like, skulls and crossbones <laughs> on it just laying around. What does he mean, poison? And, and calm down, Rambo. You're just putting out cat food. Like, you may as well be putting out mouse traps, and he's acting like he's hunting man now. Well, this stupid line, like, the hunt is the hunt. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, the battle is the fight. Breakfast of champions. Get it? I'm the snack. Again, they're all acting like, oh, God, we're fucking starving. We've been out here forever. Yeah. They've been out, like, a day and a half? Not even that. Like, I feel like it's been 12 hours since their last meal. Mm. And they're acting like they've been in a cave for a week without food. Again, like, speaking of Breakfast of Champions, just fucking cornflakes and champagne. That is what... A, like, 20-year-old in Ibiza who's been partying eats every morning. I'm, I'm so hungry. We only had our last meal 12 hours ago, and I'm so hungry. Yeah, again, they're all acting like this is some Contiki bullshit, but they've been on this boat for, like, a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well... Bye, Corey. I'd say it was nice knowing your character, but I'd be lying. I'm pretty sure this is where you get offed. Ah, hello, it's me. <laughs> Give me the ring, Corey. Give me the ring. <laughs> There are things in here that don't react well to bullets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My face! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, I burst the jelly pipe. <laughs> There's just crawling back I, in. I do like that <laughs> horror touch. Yeah, I do like that horror touch that it crawls back into the cat. Like, that's actually pretty cool. Bye, bitch. <laughs> 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 bye <laughs> time to throw his body <laughs> overboard now. another one bites the dust <gasps> yeah why haven't y'all done anything with the fucking lifeboat until now exercising Look, Mom, I can go real fast. <laughs> that cat loves some fucking cornflakes. Pancake and waffle mix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and everything. 
Again, speaking of It's Always Sunny, this is like fucking Frank and Mac like floating out on the raft. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like how this movie briefly flirts with the concept of nihilism. <laughs> I forgot that it sometimes uses the Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. God's but I'm so... Hungry. <laughs> Suzanne couldn't survive being left alone in a fucking target for two days. <laughs> she really is not herself when she's hungry. Uh, <laughs> the food is poison. Like the blood. All the food is poison. All the food is poison. Pears, apples, dad's roast beef. Napples, napples, napples. Just shove that shit real hard. And make sounds like this. Here's another scene all about the concept of nihilism. Who says horror movies can't, (laughs) about killer cats can't be deep? Suzanne's like 30 <laughs> seconds away from like pulling out lipstick and like messily smearing it across her face and being like, I'm pretty baby. <laughs> yeah, she's like mentally broken and he's just like. <laughs> God, being a dumb bitch. I really thought she was about to eat the lipstick or the nail polish right there, <laughs> but she doesn't. <laughs> Having more money means I'm smarter. Fucking peak writing right there. I'm not dumb. You're dumb. Meow, 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 meow. Cow, cow, cow. Meow, 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 meow. Okay, so I'll explain this makeup effect, I guess, since this is now, like, the third time that we're seeing it. So the way that they do this is they apply, like, a very thin layer of rubber latex over the skin. And then they pump, like, fake blood she's going, underneath it. By the way, she's going, like, full Laura Palmer in Firewalk with me, by the way. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> She's going to pull her face off. Also, she had like two crumbs and then fucking like is about to like have a reactor meltdown happen in her skin. So, yeah, they like pump the fake blood up underneath that very thin appliance and they usually like design it so that there's like little channels that look like little veins that it can run into 
and they basically just pump and inflate it, and sometimes they'll just over-pump it to where it'll actually, like, burst the appliance. But that's why these always look so stupid in this movie, because, like, there's a burst finally, right? <laughs> yeah. But most of the time, it's just showing them, like, hyper-inflate, like that one on the left, and then they don't actually burst or do anything. So, of course, this one, she's actually got to, like, grip it and burst it herself to get it to pop. Ugh. Yep. Too many carbs will do that to you. Yep. I hear that's what the gluten does. Ugh. Back off my territory. <laughs> okay, so this is our first shot of clearly a fake model boat in a swimming pool. Oh, it absolutely is a toy. Um, also, Chekhov's rainstorm finally paying off after yeah. like one throwaway line like 45 minutes ago. Also, I love how like the one bullet hole is now just like a shotgun blast in the side. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he fucking shot a bowling ball through the wall. Now they're going to use light bolt. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, Graham, a man who truly lived by the money and is about to die by the money. What this is reminding me of right now, much better movie. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> I gotta go get my fucking shark DNA facts. My head is like a shark fan. My cat is like a shark fan. Um, why he doesn't turn around and start running is right now? Just me. go, just go. <laughs> yeah, just leave the cat, especially when it goes full Muppet Babies uh, and it's just like, hello. <laughs> just leave. Get out of there. Also, I love how like the size of this thing just changes. Like it goes from like gerbil size there to now it's just like the size of a fucking leopard oh god the muppet is drowning me <laughs> so again we never quite got to the bottom of this discussion do we think that the little inner cat is still physically attached to the bigger cat like does it have I don't like think, an umbilical or are they two fully independent things I think they're fully independent things because they crawled all the way out of the cat and, and when Cory got killed and then it's it's uh, now completely out of the cat again so I think it's maybe big enough to where it doesn't have to be in the cat anymore Also, can the nesting doll cat, like, collapse its skeleton? I guess. It seems to like living in a cat, though. Also, that's the calmest looking, like, sea during, a like, a big thunderstorm I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because this was all shot in the fucking pool of the director. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, this was all shot in his pool in the backyard. Toy boat. Yeah, that's a toy. That's literally a toy boat. 
Dude. The soundtrack playing right now is fucking mental, by the way. <laughs> it's that training video music again. Yeah. There could be exactly a million dollars. Just right off the top of my head, that's what I guess it looks like. <laughs> that flood line. <laughs> and you can study psych- uh, biology. I live again. Give me the ring, Frodo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love how he's finally, like, all of a sudden he can now fight the cat (laughs) off when everyone else was fucked. (laughs) Also, this is the most wild, like, solution to getting rid of the monster I've ever heard of. Oh, just wait. It's not over yet. (laughs) Just there it is again. (laughs) Here's Uh, the movie's homage to Jaws. This is my fucking dogs when I'm trying to bathe them. <laughs> yeah. It's coming around again. Yeah, we're not going to kill it. We're just going to let it float off on its own. This boat bouncing but up wait, and down like it's like... Let's let's solve this problem by having this convenient duffel bag that we had. To yeah, exactly. Where did that duffel bag come from? Thanks, guys. I'll leave you all alone now. <laughs> you did it. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, bitch. That, fuck, that fire, fucking music playing again. <laughs> okay, so this is wild shit. Do you know who this is? That is Austin Stoker from Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit, you're right. Just showing up at the end of this movie, cashing a paycheck. Again, I wish, like, it, it feels like he should have been a bigger star than he was, because Assault and Precinct 13 oh, so is so good, good in that, it. Yeah. I'll just conveniently take this yeah, from you. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Like how they're just wearing his like spare uniforms. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for viewing our video. We're gonna go study psycho biology. In the Caymans with just a thousand or a million dollars in cold hard cash. Right, row. There's the case. It's a new kitty. A completely different fucking cat. I could I guess a cat was conveniently by the shore when it washed up. This fucking kid. Maybe this boy will treat the kitty right. This is maybe the best ending freeze frame ever. Look at this fucking yeah. kid. <laughs> Just clearly like looking up at his mom who's like, that's it, baby. Pick up the kitty. Yeah. Huh, does the, the cat kid, okay. die? Does the cat die dot com? Well, kind of. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, so my theory is since that was clearly a completely different cat, my theory is this mutant cat is like a crab where every once in oh, a no, while. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about a shell. Like the orange cat was dead. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. A, every yeah. once in a while, it's like a crab where it has to like yeah. shed its like outer shell every so often and grow a new one. So the inside cat is now the outside cat, and there's a new inside cat that's like growing inside of it. Yeah. By the way, uh, this is totally not the Halloween theme playing again. 
Seasons um, of Love. There you go. Just there's the actual. Yeah, Seasons of Love. Hard to find. Love. There we go. Cool jams. Um, so, but uh, apparently there is a 93 minute long international cut of this movie that has a completely different opening, a completely different ending. There's more character scenes, and apparently Suzanne gets topless in that cut. Um, um, I have well, not do watched they like, it. It is on the Vinegar Ray, and that is a cut that I have not seen. And since most of my movies are packed up still, I don't have it to where I can just grab it out and watch it. Um, but apparently that is like an extra feature on the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. It's like not Blu-ray quality. It's like a work print copy. Um, I, I want to know if like it makes any attempt to explain like what the fuck science experience they were actually trying to do oh, on this cat. Hell no. Probably not. No. Probably not. But like I can. A man can dream. No. So that is it uh for this episode uh with Graydon Clark's uninvited so uh, <laughs> as a cat lover what are your thoughts on this cat horror movie now that you've seen it it's delightfully stupid <laughs> and like uh i but i i had a lot of fun with it 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 was it was a fun watch alone and with you um, I laughed out loud at certain scenes by myself when I watched it yesterday, uh, in prep for this. Yeah. And I, I do love that. Like they solved the problem, not by actually killing the mutant cat, but by giving it like its own raft. To ride. Yeah. Just by leaving it alone, <laughs> leaving it alone and being nice to it, which is what they should have been doing the entire time. Yep. And everyone would have lived. Turns out that's the solution to dealing with animals all the time is just leave them alone. Bum, 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 bum. Yep. So that's it. That's the end of this episode. And, uh, yeah, we will be coming back with a normal episode in a couple of weeks. Until then, we are kind of still chilling from the holidays and trying to kind of regroup. Like always, you'll find us at all the regular podcatchers, Apple, Spotify, etc. Yep. We have a Spotify music playlist, actually, on the top of our Twitter and Facebook accounts. That's always pinned on there. Check that out for Spooky Tunes. Your little brother, Jesse Mansfield, does the bumps at the beginning and each episode. Check him out at Party Gator, Opossums, Big Clown, etc. Yep. And, of course, you can find us at our socials, at Watch If You Dare on Twitter and Facebook. And, I again, I do have a host account, or whatever it's called as backup in case twitter as you can see i I haven't been using it but it is our backup in case twitter does ever implode and yeah that's really about it please continue to rate and review us and follow us on your favorite uh pod catchers of choice spotify apple good pods pod chaser those seem to be the popular ones so please continue to support us there and uh i think that's about it yeah we'll we'll be back um we had we had a little mini christmas break and so yeah we're hopefully gonna start churning out episodes like normal again but we wanted to do a commentary track to start off the new year and it's been a minute and we wanted to watch something ridiculous so this was kind of perfect hell yeah let's fucking nail this cat (laughs) sally's blood is poison (laughs) (laughs) meow